listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Y'all telling me I need to get out and vote? Huh? Why? Ain't nobody running black. Ain't nobody black running but crackers. So why I got to register? I'm thinking of better shit to do with my time. Never smelled aroma of diploma, but I write that deep ass rhyme. So let me take y'all way back to another nigga state in Southwest Atlanta, a. Y'all could not tell me nothing. Thought I'll hit that bottom rock at age 13. Start working at the loading dock. They laid my mama off work. General Motors tripping, but I just come up back like Hank from looking and dipping. Doing dumb shit, not knowing what a nigga know now. Yeah, that pretty shit will get you cased up and locked down. I dips over the East Point, still acting a fool. Wasting my time in the school. I'd rather be out shooting some pool. Cool. It's how I played the 10th grade. I thought it was all about Mac and hoes and wearing pimp fade. Instead of being in class, I'd rather be up in some ass, not thinking about them six courses that I need to pass graduation road around like roly polies damn they fucked up i should have listened when my mama told me that if you suffer now i mean that if you play now you're gonna suffer later hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen love that shout out to uh outcast that uh southern playlistic cadillac uh album that was the that's a classic no if ands or buts about it i remember i was in um high school and uh the i was in marching band and we used to go to the game at the games we play that in the stands we have such a good time Mm-hmm. can't wait it i mean i mean can't hate it yeah confusing our white director Mm-hmm. uh all right man let's go ahead and get into um well actually uh this is the blackout tips you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star views uh the motto of the show is nothing's wrong it's funny um and we have an official weapon which is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by tweaked audio tweaked audio is the makers of some fine fine earbuds okay mm-hmm. the other day i was on facebook and you know we have like a lot of fans and friends and stuff at this point on facebook and i saw somebody because you know facebook brings up the most relevant posts if you go to the front page Mm -hmm. and it showed somebody said hey oh man that feeling when you leave your headphones at work uh at home and you at work and i said um you know what happened and she said that her headphones you know she normally bring has two pairs she brings one to work but her kids stole one or something and i said com slash tbgwt man okay they got mad styles of headphones the he gones the hellers i mean upgrade your game and it don't even cost that much to upgrade and it comes with that lifetime guarantee mm-hmm. they got different colors they got the mic the non-mic version uh they got all kinds of great music sound for great music podcasts anything um and they're compatible with iphones ipods anything that you can use headsets with so uh you can get a third off if you go to tweakedaudio.com and put in code tbgwt uh and you get free shipping and a lifetime warranty so make something of yourself yes don't be at work man okay not, not everybody got a house husband that'll get up early and check to see if they got if they left their phone and call you at work and bring your phone up there in the middle of the morning so that you could be with your podcast not everybody got that no so you got to plan ahead got that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to plan ahead other people yes i thank you so much i was rushing this morning got to work i was like hot damn yep but i i tried to call you and then i heard the phone ring in the <laughs> so you kitchen. call you call like what the hell i was like oh i guess you got a phone you know 
you call going is she still here <laughs> right but uh yep so you just gotta do what you gotta do guys all right um by the way for right now i'm trying to this day at a time but i'm back on vegetarianism mm-hmm. i've been eating vegetarian in the up until you know get to the nighttime and then it's and then you know, i become a heathen again i eat meat but <laughs> uh, it's been going good so far i'm glad yesterday i had cadoba and i just had uh basically a veggie burrito and i, I normally don't get beans in my burritos and stuff but i had them put beans and mm-hmm. veggies in there and you know what wasn't too bad it's not and you know since i was doing that i went ahead and went with the brown rice and the brown like mm-hmm. wheat wrap and shit and also wasn't too bad you know mm, normally i avoid those two things yeah you do normally you be like don't put no goddamn beans on here right <laughs> and i think and it was hilarious because uh i ain't shit y'all because me and the cashier girl was joking because she was like did he not get no meat i said i don't know because this is because you didn't hear our conversation at first because mm-hmm. uh we go this could have all the time so we normally don't change up our what we get so we we both changed up i got a salad and you got a meatless burrito so i got up there she was like you you she was like you didn't get no burrito then she said did he get some meat i said i don't know i said you get some meat he was like no meat i was like no meat we both looked at each other he ain't get no meat what's wrong then we both, both down there uh joking on you because you ain't get no meat well i'll just say it was um very uh it was very delicious i'm glad you enjoyed it and um i got a a black bean sub oh that sub was so good yeah today we went to um well the rest of you guys probably know him as leonard's but we went to lenny's uh mm-hmm. i call him lenny's we well on a first name basis so we went to lenny's subs and uh yeah i had the the veggie philly which i'm gonna be frank i'm frank it was better than i thought it would be mm-hmm. but i wish i had just went with a regular veggie sub rather than philly because i don't know something about how hot the vegetables were it made it hard to eat because not like when meat is hot uh meat is normally like part of one contiguous uh continuous like i thing right unless you get like a philly or mm-hmm. something like that so i had to wait on my vegetables to cool so it's a little different <laughs> right yeah you're trying to bite it like they had and they guys they gave it to you steaming hot like the fucking, fresh off the grill the box was fl- foaming like it was just <laughs> but uh you know what it was good it was good as fuck it was and i'm glad that uh i'm glad that i got it so mm-hmm. and uh they have i don't know if this is everywhere but lenny's has like a black bean burger for those of you that are into that and it is delicious i think it's just a black bean sandwich but it comes with like a burger on it it's not a burger it's a sandwich but it got it got like a black bean patty that they cut up mm-hmm. and put in there it was good though yours is better than mine mm-hmm. which is very rare that yeah. can't order food that tastes better than mine all right right oh i don't know what's happening here yeah. but it's uh it's not me but it is a great uh meat substitute because i think the way they do it they they like uh put it on the grill like cook it just like a hamburger so i don't know how they make it because i can't get mine to come out exactly like nah, that yours my- tastes better than that to me i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> that, yours is good um i've kind of mastered that but for those of you that have done black bean burgers honey it's it's a uh uh art to that because you don't want it too soft and you don't want it too dry yeah uh and then uh yeah so i've been doing that and that's been pretty cool i'm proud of you baby yeah thank you um let's see what else is happening oh get out came out today so black people you've been put on notice all right 
uh everybody else that somehow enjoyed that movie and i don't know why you've been put on notice y'all need to go buy the blu-ray you know i feel like the the theater response was one thing let's keep the blu-ray going too man that's that's my movie i ordered mine already from amazon so should be here soon um all right now let's talk about all kinds of um news all right the man who wanted to show his penis to that jury yes he beat that murder case y'all what he won he is free wow what the fuck is happening it did happen in florida so that might explain a lot of it oh oh my god you serious yeah penis man is free uh he was found not guilty uh he's accused of killing his girlfriend and asked to show the jury his penis part of his defense he was found not guilty i don't even know if he got to see his penis uh they got to show his penis but uh yeah um wow the judge didn't rule on the motion and he didn't get to show his penis to the jury uh during the trial dr ronald wright a former broward county medical examiner said marquinez's death could have been a result of choking during oral sex and i guess they took the doctor's word at it um Mm -mm. that's i mean nobody's gonna be sucking his dick from now on though right i mean that feels like even as a free man i'm sorry you do have a killer dick at this point you apparently you do it's a lot of dick sucking out there if that's the case it'd be a lot of dead women yeah i wonder how her family feels because that's like a you know like she got a family and shit it's a woman of color that you know anyway sad anyway he got off twice i guess i don't moving on uh tom joiner is ending his morning radio show run in chicago i know i heard that that's sad he's been around forever and and and, uh, regardless of how you feel about tom joiner i don't have a problem with tom joiner at all because most most of the time he keeps to you know he keeps the jokes over there to the to the to the 40 and up crowd and you know they party over there on their own Mm -hmm. uh he's one of the few reasons radio stations are still alive truth be told uh, especially for older black people and he gives to hbcus you know he's been doing hbcu tours for years mm-hmm. i remember we went to go see well I, you didn't go with us but i went to go see him when he came to a federal state and we had a blast yeah now i don't think he's ending his show show i just think in chicago it's ending which okay had, which is still significant it had they've been on there for decades yes they have i mean the show was you know recorded right. in chicago he used to right. commute from dallas to chicago just to be on the air mm. um yeah so at the time he held down the top rated afternoon drive slot during that time joiner really lived up to the title of hired waker man in radio Crawford Broadcasting, the urban adult contemporary radio company that carried the show, did so for eight years. Its decision to focus on local programming in the morning ends Joiner's amazing run in Chicago, which goes back as far as the 1970s. Oh, okay, so somebody else bought the whoever. Owned. I guess eight years ago, okay. and then they decided not to. Uh, the Bachelorette started like last night, or as people have been calling it, the Black Bachelorette. Uh, <laughs> the black woman who's a Bachelorette and uh the ratings are down a little bit you don't say um yeah um it opened with 5.7 million total viewers uh and a 1.8 demo rating down 14 percent and two tenths from last year and marking the series lowest premiere number since 2010 i don't believe that come on watch a nigga yeah that's to be told 
yeah as soon as they found out she won uh, she was gonna win a lot of people had already decided they were not watching this season yeah they'll be back next season when it's right because white is all right the big news to me is at the bottom of this article it talks about other shows right mm-hmm. um gotham has 2.9 million viewers and that was an uptick for this for this week so how do, who the gotham? fuck is watching it and how is it the, i don't why understand is it keep getting extended? who is watching gotham more people had to have been watching uh almost human they had to have been right. and that's why i not and i know uh people say what they want to say but fuck fox I, that's why i want shit be like brand new on fox i'm like fuck you i'll be the person you have you just gonna have to tank because i'm not coming back for you to cancel no yeah it's interesting though too because um the black bachelorette or black tourette as people are calling it um it's gonna be interesting to see how the the wars start on that one because i i had to mute it on twitter already oh yeah 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 yeah. I'm just, not in case, just in case just in case i'm hoping look hopefully people will leave people alone it'll be fine but, but that's gonna get it's too many agendas it. that will collide on that joint one if black women are enjoying themselves you gonna have that agenda of like niggas coming in to try to shit on black women for mm-hmm. just having fun correct uh especially if she's like you know dating and kissing these white dudes and shit you're mm-hmm. gonna have people calling her a winch and all that shit of course um then you're gonna have uh you know and like i said hopefully they, they come to pass I, I i would love for that night to come to pass but even still you have black people that haven't been watching that show right this that old... will see how hard hard and bad they handle race at times right um i already saw a motherfucking uh clip uh janelle james had a clip on her page where a dude walked up and said well i want to go black and never come back and i was like just no i can't watch this i'll choke a motherfucker Mm-mm. today oh no no like i said I, I i'll just leave my updates to nick and reggie and and uh doggo and nicole they give yeah. me the updates i'm not watching but that. it feels a little like snl after trump got elected where a lot of people started watching snl that don't watch snl right so then they was bringing a i don't watch snl ass opinions to <laughs> right you know that's why sometimes i don't mind watching something that's not popular because honestly the more mainstream the more different opinions you get and the more the discussion around the thing that you like becomes less about oh i like this thing and more about well here's my issue with this thing and and that's fine people are gonna have issues but i don't always want to discuss them no i don't the truth be told i don't give a fuck the truth be told i don't care sometimes i do though i mean i don't want to say i don't give a fuck that's not true i if anything um sometimes i feel like a lot of times that the the admonition of that is the true the truth underneath all that is that we do give a fuck you do care what your friends think you do care what people you don't want people to be hurt by the things you consume you don't want people to feel bad about the things you like so i you know so to me it's like i'd rather my shit not be popular than to have to read 17 pieces about how it's problematic every week that's true and and i and i guess for me and 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 maybe this is just me and my own defense mechanism that i've kind of wrapped myself around because so many people come and so many people not everybody but a lot of people's opinion is more about shit they don't like versus shit they love Mm. so i'm like i'm not here for shit you don't like if i like it i really don't give a fuck if you don't 
and and that's my defense mechanism is to go i don't care because i love it and that's all that matters and everybody watches something that's problematic and everybody watches something that if you dissect it close enough even your fave has problems has issues can be chopped and cut and screwed and and it's trash everybody has that no matter how popular and how magnificently perfect you think your show is it has problems and flaws too and so because so many people are like that and i see so much negativity i'm like i don't when i say i don't care i really don't care okay all right well uh like i said man i i do care because uh you know when i like game of thrones when people talk about like you know being bothered by the rape and shit in, in game of thrones i don't want to just be like fuck you i don't give a fuck uh, oh you bothered you triggered snowflake like i don't have those issues it's just like i kind of miss when the season one it wasn't that popular and they could do a story like that and you just go okay that's it like just did you watch the game of thrones yeah that was crazy i can't believe blah blah but now i feel like as time as things get more popular it's just more about you know people have to take shit to task now you know you know and after um the fin- i won't spoil it but at the finale of um fucking uh um 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 in, into the badlands i was upset a lot of people were you yes. know and i'm sure there's people that was like this motherfucker i'm tired of you motherfuckers always being mad about some shit so so i don't want to be that person for other people but yeah i i definitely relate to what you're saying though because sometimes it is like i okay i get it but i'm I'm not gonna get involved in it. i'm not gonna right. defend it i'm and not gonna fight it but that's, and, you know i'm not gonna argue and say your issues aren't legit but that's about it for me right you know? and, and that's where i am i'm 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 not gonna argue with you because you know there's things that come up that i have problems with i'm not, I'm not gonna argue with you and when i say i don't care i'm not dismissing your opinion it's i want to enjoy this and a lot of times some of the complaints uh, some complaints are valid but a lot of the complaints are not valid a lot of the complaints like you say are people that come in they don't watch the shit they don't have no connection with the shit they don't follow the show they jump in halfway through whatever because they have to consume and they got to be in the know of whatever the fuck is happening and and i guess because i don't function like that y'all it's the people that y'all party on all type of shit that i don't give a fuck about and i keep it going but i understand everybody don't have that i ain't got i have that it's okay for me not to be in the know and i know er, some people function is whatever the hot trend is they have to be on top of it and i don't function like that yeah i i i agree uh women leads on tv decline as networks discover white dudes in crisis who the fuck is a white dude in the crisis they always feel like they're in a crisis for the broadcast networks this fall women need not to apply with a few notable exceptions kira said which abc's 10 days in the valley edie falco's nbc's law and order true crime the menendez murders and ann hesh uh nbc's the brave hmm, sounds like all white women female leads are few and far between networks announced fewer new shows this year practicing a little restraint rather than buying too many that wind up as late season cast-offs however women-led shows will hit the hardest of approximately 36 new series just 11 have first build female last year there were 41 new shows of which 20 had a female lead blame might go to a handful of trends on this year's schedules more military themed dramas led by tough guys a rising male dominated sci-fi and comic book shows and a tv trend that indie wire has dubbed as dude life crisis this year mostly white middle-aged guys are at a crossroad at a crossroads are a phenomenon jason ritter is a troubled man who has a spiritual awakening on abc's the gospel of kevin jack cutmore scott is an illusionist who starts fighting crime in abc's deception 
zach braff upends his family to start a podcast business in abc's alex inc uh what <laughs> some of this shit sounds terrible and i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell you what this trend is this and i might be wrong but in my personal opinion a lot of this had to do with trump trump mm-hmm. got an office so they felt no need for diversity you don't got a black president you don't have people demanding quote-unquote diversity and coming up and holding them accountable for all this stuff and if they don't do it nobody's if, even if people complain they're not held accountable the standards are lowered you got a man in office that's grabbing him by the pussy and not giving a fuck so the tv stations feel like why should we uphold this yeah in my opinion that's how i, no, I no, you know, don't I think that's what I agree. the trend is i agree you don't have to uh yeah i know it's your opinion and i agree i, I think i said this when i we watched the super bowl and i said no a few black smart people was in these commercials they used to, during the obama years every fucking ad had the smart guy from best buy coming over to explain to the dumb white guy and his family what kind of tv they need or because that's what they consider diversity yeah but i just think it was a trend come down a notch and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation in america you should be ashamed that's a great point but uh yeah i think that's a lot of it like um you know mark mark farstein is stuck between his parents and his brother in cbs's nine jkl a lot of this shit probably ain't gonna last but it probably will stay on the air longer than it should because they white dudes uh maybe i don't know i mean one episode is, could be longer than it should <laughs> come on jr ferguson upends his life to live like the bible in cbs by the book mm, a lot about a couple bible shows in here huh come on and bobby moynihan oh is that why he's leaving uh nbc's uh snl is that the same dude bobby moynihan reflects on his messy life in cbs's me myself and i also jeremy piven gives up his tech billions to solve crime in cbs's wisdom in the of the crowd glenn howerton is stuck teaching school when he doesn't get the job he wants in nbc's ap bio anders home is stuck with a kid he never knew he had in nbc's champions josh radnor looking looks for the meaning of teaching theater in nbc's rise mm, all of it sound too white to me yeah I, I mean well yeah yeah now you you know me and my white quota and sometimes it ain't even got to be all white but if you promote the commercial and i don't see no brown people and i'm liable to tap out you, you know what else is uh, uh interesting a lot of these shows led by women um are getting bought up by amazon netflix uh hulu mm-hmm. you know these feminist stories and i'm not saying for the record i'm not saying all the feminist stories are great or it's not white feminism or whatever the fuck i'm not vouching for these shows i'm just saying these properties handmaiden tale or whatever um the show about the girl who's starts her own fashion business by selling shit on on ebay yeah what, what, what was that one we seen uh for who was it hulu on this on the main page with the woman with all the women dressed oh, in red harlots harlots that's the name oh. Of, okay oh i'm gonna be watching them bitches i put that i added that <laughs> that shit looks they so had, interesting they had me at the name i don't even know what it's about harlots mm. that's one of my favorite net words what and they honey they was on it too uh but yeah i mean it's not you know um it's interesting because some of these shows got renewed 
that have female leads and you would think that that's a sign of okay we should look more into this people are watching these Mm -hmm. how to get away with murder i zombie jane the virgin supergirl madam secretary um and and many others Mm -mm. i was listening was the npr and they were saying that uh truth be told they don't know how to properly track female viewers just like they don't know how to properly track and estimate black or uh moviegoers here's my thing they are tracking viewers right so this that's not even a good excuse people are watching the show yes they are so what kind of people are watching the shows is is the that's the that's that's on y'all to care about correct but in general you got the the metrics that you use you have the ratings so uh, after that now you're guessing that's you using guesswork to say how valuable are these viewers yeah so it says something when you cancel a show that has a lot of viewers but they're not the right kind of viewers in your mind because you don't even know those numbers no you are making those numbers up you're going uh we should cancel this show even though it has good high ratings because we think too many black people are watching it you don't know you know and some of this shit to be honest it's impossible for black people or women or to be the only people watching it. It's impossible right. for the ratings to be like the, that. The, right. The, the 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 big secret among a lot of this shit is white people love black people shit. Yes, they do so much that they'll enslave it, not pay it, and make it fit cotton. Nah, Come but on. they but they love black people shit. Men love women shit. They do because the numbers don't lie. You don't get the kind of numbers with only one demographic watching. Right. When Straight Outta Compton makes a hundred million dollars, not only black people, black people not the only people that saw that. You know, when, when fucking, um, Get Out makes that much money, black people not the only people that saw Get Out. It's fucking impossible. You know, but we always walk away with this idea of like the black audience made this happen. Now I'm happy. I love that black people get credit for spending their dollars, but to be, we to keep it all the way funky white people love consuming us so so it's something's up with these numbers and it ain't it can't just be that like so if supergirl's doing numbers men are watching that too mm-hmm. you know they watching they love them comic books and shit and they watching it to keep up too if fucking um uh i don't know if uh uh veep is doing numbers men are watching it yes they are you know it's no so it's it's interesting because in our minds i think we start segmenting shit and it's like nah when empire was the number one show on tv white people liked empire yeah it was a black ratchet super uh soap opera blah 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 white people watched it because the numbers made the, the only way the numbers made sense is white people had to watch it come on you know they might not talk to you about it at the water cooler but they fucking watch it mm-hmm. anyway uh it's interesting to see that that's the new trend though going back to white dudes mm-hmm, in uh, trump's con- america yeah that will continue to be the trend too yeah surprised they didn't uh, have tim the two man's show extended then mm, come on if you think about it michael b jordan reportedly falls victim to home burglary oh yep, according to tmz law enforcement sources told a gossip site that jordan's san fernando was burglarized a few weeks ago with the unclosed amount of jewelry and cash being taken from the house police are reportedly waiting on a full list from jordan no one was home at the time it appears it was a random crime not a targeted one the burglar reported uh reportedly was able to get into jordan's home by smashing a window damn ain't got no even if it go off depending on what the office is it's still taking a while to get there he should be living in a part of town where they come out there though yeah you know what i mean like that's nigga you rich 
let's see uh selma hayek says hollywood treats actresses like monkeys now i'm about to read these comments and i don't know if you guys already think it but i'll remind you of something she said a while back in a second uh she's the star of frida and desperado and lambasted the macho attitudes of tinseltown where fewer than seven percent of films are made by women hollywood is not going to change and give it to women because it's all guys she said from the beginning i realized i wasn't being treated equally as an actress she said during a talk at the Cannes film festival it is true that maybe if you are pretty you can get parts easier but it really is really violent to assume if you are pretty you are stupid hollywood's particularly macho if they realize that you are smart their anger gets multiplied to many movers and shakers young actresses are playthings she claimed they get to say they say get a monkey and then the monkey talks and they say oh my god maybe we are going to make money then one day they see the monkey doing algebra and they say kill the monkey it's very violent this natural force to try to suppress us this is why we have a problem with women behind the cameras directors and producers she told one of the women in motion forums she organized each year at the festival she organizes this festival each year guys okay despite being a soap star in mexico highest climb up the hollywood ladder was far from easy imagine i came not only as a woman to hollywood but as a mexican arab mm, mm, mm. police uh people would laugh at me for saying for having the dream of being able to work in hollywood said the actor whose father is lebanese i was the only mexican or latina in the drama school except for benicio del toro who was puerto rican so kind of american and he's a man and nobody laughed at him they were laughing at me in mexico too for having an idea of trying to break into that market for every single agent in every single studio it was a laughable concept she said hollywood is disregarding and disrespecting the female market they have not realized that women are a great economic power these people don't understand we are a huge audience we have been neglected for so long that uh, they don't know what we want to watch we don't even know because we always think of who will be watching the movie with the husband the family the, the children she told the talk uh sponsored by carrying her husband francois henry Ponault's luxury goods empire she blamed movie executives ignorance for failing to properly play for uh to the female demographic today almost 80 percent of decision makers of what movies or television show to watch are female women work we make money we all want to go out and have fun much more than before and they have not capitalized on that while hayek praised europe and particularly france where a quarter of films are directed by women she did not spare cons from criticism con from criticism in the 70 years of the con film festival only one female has ever won the palm that or and she only got half the palm that or not even a full one she had to share with a chinese man she why was what, what, what was the point of bringing up that he was chinese anyway new zealander jane campion shared the festival top prize for the piano in 1993 with chinese director chen kaig's uh farewell my concubine hey hayek who was 50 also caused a stir at the festival monday when she appeared at the carrying women in motion pricks award dinner with pink tinge hair <clears throat> so all that to say hey don't really disagree with a lot of things she said to be honest with you uh made some good points even i would say you know hey they do treat women pretty fucked up in the game you know um that well i mean that it's not fair really what happens to women in the game um but there was a time selma there was a time not too long ago 
when you was telling some black women in a room that they need to be careful because they might fall into victimhood remember that pepperidge farms remembers Mm-hmm. and i remember jessica williams remember jessica williams remember <clears throat> yeah in the spirit in that spirit the idea of mentorship uh from women in the industry was floated by d catanet director kimberly pierce spoke about how it was important not to stray from female pleasure on screen and told a story about how the mpaa took with a female orgasm that lasted too long in her film boys don't cry then the conversation shifted to our new president trump my feeling said selma hayek is that we are about to go to war but she had a warning uh hayek at sundance with miguel arteta's beatrice at dinner agreed that more women need to be hired so the female voice can continue to be recognized by the new administration but be careful that we don't fall into victimization i don't want to be hired because i'm a girl i want them to see i'm fabulous don't give me a job because i'm a girl it's condescending shirley mcclain at 82 wearing purple and pink in honor of saturday's women marches chimed in saying that donald trump presented a challenge to each of our inner democracy and urged everyone at the table to explore their core identity then jessica williams formerly of the daily show said uh spoke up said i have a question for you uh she said to mcclain my question is what if you are a person of color a transgender person who just from how you look you already are in a conflict uh mcclain said right but change your point of view change your point of view of being victimized i'm saying find the democracy inside i'm sorry hayek said jumping in can i ask you a question to Je- to Jess- jessica williams yes ma'am williams answer who are you when you're not black and you're not a woman who are you and what have you got to give williams took a, brief, a deep breath a lot but some days i'm just black and i'm just a woman she said like it's not my choice i know who i am i know i'm jessica i'm the hottest bitch on the planet i know no 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 hayek said that take take the time to investigate that's the trap that is so much more right agree mclean the the more inside um so after a few moments of reflection williams returned to hike i think what you're saying is valid but i also think that what you're saying doesn't apply to all women i think that's impossible what part of it is impossible hayek responded you're giving attention to how the other one feels because i have to william said if you have to do that then do that hayek said then that's your journey but i want to inspire other people to know it's a choice so you know look guys being a victim that's just a choice y'all making out here okay unless it's selma high talking about you know women directors need to get hired and shit um keep in mind selma high is 50 now probably gonna try to get into directing if she's not already into that sphere kind of interesting that that's where her advocacy lies now once you get to that age where you can't really make your bank on just i'm an attractive woman uh and men see me this way so they just keep casting me in the same like exotic exotic white passing woman or whatever you know whatever they decide to do um kind of interesting is all i'm saying that's all just huh look like she can't she came a long way i guess i don't know what could possibly be the difference i don't know maybe i'm just maybe i don't mm. Mm, shit changes like i don't know Mm, interesting uh but yeah uh that felt a little hypocritical to me yeah, it is. It's a hundred percent hypocritical, and it's one of those things where I completely see shit like that. Really, really frustrates me. 
uh particularly with her not not that she wasn't discriminated against or anything like that but let's keep it real white men ogle you they they you they ogle you so a lot of times you get the you get the indirect benefits of their ogling to put you over black women and that's a real thing so it's one of the things where i'm black and i'm a woman and that conversation you just said it was stupid because i can't separate that from me and you telling me to go on the motherfucking journey bitch i've been on a journey on my goddamn life mm-hmm. i like how she didn't that wasn't her advice to herself or the she she organizes a yearly talk at them at con about this issue and still sat in that room and that's the thing that's what happens when you're not at the center of a conversation and when part of the problem could be you like she understood what violence was by simply assuming pretty people were stupid now look i'm not saying that's not fucked up on the hierarchy of things that are fucked up in hollywood though where everybody on screen pretty of the hierarchy of things that are fucked up that's one she's dealt with she ain't never dealt with that let's not cast her because she's black she ain't never dealt with that she never dealt with that well obviously we can't you know because you consider exotic right right like it's still uh which is still fucked up too but that's the truth right but but the point being you didn't have to silence jessica williams point of view to have your own thing and this is what a lot of people do you know it's what when i talk about shit that black men do this is one of the things i talk about because it's something we don't have to do we just don't have to it does it doesn't harm anybody to be like well i understand i'm not the center of this discussion anymore it's not about me i i'm learning right now it's no longer my it's no longer my thing she's telling me something that i didn't know telling me her experience i can't speak for her experience and i don't i shouldn't feel attacked by someone else's experience you know if other motherfuckers have been this way towards him what's the what harm is it in me telling them i understand you know i i don't because i don't have all the answers that's the other thing you know but this is what happens when you don't live the advice that you give to people come on because you gave some stupid ass impossible advice about just make a choice like just don't think about being a woman and being black then here you go making a whole motherfucking uh yearly conference off of one thing i'm a woman and i want to talk about women's issues fuck out of here you don't say that advice at your own conference why are you telling the black woman that advice some advice you wouldn't take for your motherfucking self uh people be so hypocritical and transparent with the shit man like right and, and think the- it through jesus that's not even a hard one like mm, as soon as i saw man as soon as i saw the headline for this mom's got biggest shit I was, what the fuck like you it's like that 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 one gift of that white man where he be blinking and leaning his head back was, <laughs> it's like of all the people you don't get to say that dog no you, you don't it wasn't that long ago we talking about right after trump election what has it been not even six months Mm-mm. so that means you like maybe months that means you knew six months ago that people just don't need to fall into victimhood now you're we victims y'all and we need to figure something out because <laughs> it's you the fuck because it's you because truth be told you considered jessica an other right you considered her an other just like the white woman in that room she was an other to you right and she's younger so now you want to dispense some quote unquote advice and if your advice is that coon advice of just 
look man just don't pay attention to the racism and it'll go away then it ain't real advice and we don't nobody want to hear that right shit. what somebody tell you don't pay no attention to the sexism it'll go away you don't want to hear that bullshit right if that, that would have been a man in that room talking about some uh well actually guys i think i think you're right selma and i also think y'all need to stop caring about sexism i mean who are you if you're not a woman selma think about that don't get a job just because you're a woman like that shit fuck out of here uh monique got a phone call from tyler perry um her and her hubby uh to clear the air but apparently um it did not go too well um oh because sound like she didn't want to hear that and she actually made a stand-up um oh wait i can show y'all this hold on a second i'm gonna put it on screen but yeah she actually you know she's doing her stand-up right now so she's like uh you know this shit gonna be talked about on stage uh which totally her right yeah sounds sound like she is that she fed up with some folks yeah i can't you know like i haven't experienced what she's experienced but it the, the, the way she's saying it is how it went down i definitely understand why she's mad because it's one thing for people not to like to work with you it's another thing to get blackballed from an industry and i'm not trying to find that literally sound like what happened to her it's like she couldn't fish for a job they would you right. know like and then like she said they want to give her jobs but yet you want to promote that she won her oscar but you don't want to pay her one oscar money i wouldn't take them goddamn jobs either did my uh internet freeze over there i know you moving i'm moving okay or something yeah i need to refresh or something because uh crowdcast just i tried to share my screen and it just froze on me guys give mm. me one second no problem you can refresh i'm gonna have to close it and come back it appears um it's the only way i gonna be able to fix this because it just froze for like the last couple of minutes even though my camera's on no problem i see you moving but yeah you can refresh all right we're gonna lose sound for a second for those in the chat yep oh my goodness Mm-mm. no you good but yeah sound like some fucked up shit happened and she was like look i'm tired of keeping it secret and being blackballed yeah i don't blame her you know and this yeah. is one of the problems when you go at a, a outspoken black woman you might you might be getting roasted for the rest of your life you better pick your battles come on you know and, and and also i just think the initial beef man was so fucking i don't know for me personally i just understood her point of view you know if it does turn out that she was just a horrible person because all that's the thing the stories always are so vague was like she's just so i wasn't even trying to play that but um yeah um if if the uh the stories that they have about why they don't work with her they're always so vague right it's always basically like it's no if it, it just sounds like it came down to some money and like they wasn't willing to pay it so then it had to be that she was uh you know the worst person in the world yeah it's just freezing every time i try to share my screen guys i don't know Uh-oh. if i click share my screen it just immediately says not responding so i'm gonna play this and y'all just gonna hit the audio i'm sorry um, oh, I'm say if, you... if it unfreeze, I'll let y'all know. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, can I do it on my screen? I said, yo, we want to thank you for calling. Because most niggas won't call. Oh, Bradley ain't called yet. Because them motherfuckers know we got to have a conversation. But Tyler Perry called up. And when he called up, he said, I watched your podcast. 
and I saw your pain. I know that part. I said, nigga, that's not pain. That's called honesty. Don't get it confused. Then he wanted to start talking to me and my husband like he was a billionaire. I said, nigga, we don't give a fuck about your money. Let's start talking one-to-one and let's start talking some real shit. And see, my husband is such a gentleman. My husband has so much motherfucking tact, baby. That nigga, when he walk in the room, my pussycat go meow, meow, meow. talking to Tyler Perry. See, I want to let y'all know, and like I told a nigga, I don't hold <laughs> Just when he walked in the room. But as we were talking to Tyler Perry, see, I want to let y'all know, and like I told a nigga, I don't hold your secrets. See, when he called us up, and he tried to be the billionaire, and I said, nigga, put Medea on the phone. Let me speak to that real bitch, because you fucking this up right now. To that nigga's credit, he got Medea on the motherfucking phone. And Medea said, Monique, that's Medea. And I want you to know I don't suck dick no more. I said, Medea, I didn't tell you to suck my dick. I told that nigga Tyler Perry to suck my dick if I had one. She said, bitch, you right. Let me put this bitch motherfucker back on the phone. Because I ain't got nothing to do with this shit. This between you and this nigga right here. And I told him. I said, I'm going to take it to the stage. Oh, my God. Nobody's ever going to call her again to apologize. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. man. That was good on Tyler Perry, though, on some real shit to try to reach out and re- resolve some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is something he didn't have to do. Yeah, man. And I think, like I said, it's a big difference between saying my experience with this person wasn't a good experience and saying nobody should work with this person if you work with this person i won't work with you that's what blackballing is and that's fucked up you know especially when the whole beef was hey guys i want a fucking oscar i'm gonna try to get my oscar money i'm gonna ask oscar asking prices i'm gonna fucking try to get roles for that 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 go to people who win oscars and everybody went bitch you still black i ain't doing that you know what i mean like to then turn around and badmouth her that that's a, that just felt petty and fucked up and especially when you look at like lee daniels thoughts on race and shit it ain't it, it ain't like i'm taking his side on no, none of this shit mm-hmm. is that white girl dance troupe he got show still on oh yeah is that on what was that called star? i don't remember was it called star mm, something like that had a bunch of white girls in it yeah queen latifah she really said put put uh medea on the phone though um yeah somebody said star that's the name of the show star. okay all right i got it right hmm, look at that look at that healthier ice cream mcdonald's removes artificial flavor from vanilla soft serve which already had no artificial colors or preservatives is it gonna change the way it tastes i don't know but i mean this is something that people normally say they won't yeah like i said I, I, as long as you don't mess up the flavor i'm good so there you guys go you're welcome says mm-hmm. mcdonald's yeah i love them uh oreo mcflurry mm-hmm uh, i love oreo mcflurry too do they still have an eminem mcflurry i don't know do eminems get too cold to make my teeth feel weird <laughs> so i go with oreo uh all right guys let's get into uh fucking with black people
just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all, of course, hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe. We find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people. And we assign point scores of 0 to 100, intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. Let's see who's fucking with us today. Oh, Serena Williams is in the news. Oh, okay. Managers for the luxury shoe company, Giovito Rossi, called tennis star serena williams disgusting and refused to give her the same discounts as white celebrities a former employee claims in a stunning new racial discrimination lawsuit i believe this 100 percent. shout out to the snitching mm-hmm. uh whitney wilburn who is black says she was recruited to work for gian vito rossi in 2015 from another madison avenue fashion house where she had been for five years but once she was hired to run the manhattan boutique her boss grace mazzilli was immediately hostile to wilburn based on her race and age wilburn 46 claims in the manhattan lawsuit i mean civil suit that her experience with mazzilli left no doubt about mazzilli's racial animus towards african-americans for instance when the world-famous athlete Serena Williams via her staff asked for a discount on her extensive purchases, Gianvito managers responded with racially disparaging comments about Miss Williams, which made it clear that the company did not want African-American women to wear shoes. The manager referred to Miss Williams as disgusting and refused to offer any discount, according to court papers. When later pressured to do so by a contact at Vogue magazine, they offered only a fraction of the discount that white celebrities typically receive. Wilburn also says Mazzilli, who was white, also threw no, numerous elaborate dinner parties and social events for all boutiques managed by white employees while never once holding an event for her Madison Avenue store. She was the only black employee in the company for a year and a half. Woo! The only? Uh, when Mazzilli fired Wilburn without wanting a formal evaluation in January 2017, she replaced her with a much younger white manager to suit claims. An employee at. You were asking for a fucking lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, Mazzilli, of course, is un- unavailable for comment. If she's traveling in Italy, mm-hmm. reps for the company did not return the message. Mm-hmm. Zero hope, to a hundred. A hundred. I hope she wins. Fuck them. And yep. this probably, particularly in that industry, this probably not abnormal. Yeah, I think high fashion and uh, and also a lot of things that people associate with class and money um don't have a lot of black people in them nope and that's why you can get away with employing only one black person because even affirmative action doesn't really um uh apply when you don't have that many employees they keep that money in a very small circle uh this is the exclusivity of fashion it makes it easy to do that shit my favorite part of all this stuff is every single time there's some white woman calling serena williams disgusting they put her picture in the article and i'll be like who the fuck are you to tell anybody they disgusting right who the fuck are you dog they be looking so average looking you be like where are you like you walk in the room ain't nobody looking at you if serena walked through the door right after you we be like excuse me white bitch excuse me excuse me serena that's that's come on can i get an autograph god damn man it's, it's without fail it'd be the ugliest homeliest looking motherfuckers man talking about some she disgusted god y'all just hate black excellence that much y'all hate black women that much um mm-hmm. and same thing with the uh what you call it from empire what is her name 
Gabrielle Sidibe. Sidibe. Uh, they had a Facebook thing going around where she had went to a high-end uh, place to get some sunglasses. And she was saying how she had walked into the store and the woman act like she didn't want to serve her. And so it just so happened that some of the black employees recognized who she was and started calling her name and stuff like that. And she said, then her attitude changed. I like that. This is fucking with black people segment. Mm-hmm. And you try to bring your own story. Uh, we fucking let's, let's go ahead and fuck with everybody. Then. Like, I don't got the story though. Oh, That's the only thing. My bad. I mean, you try, you try to just throw that in there. Like you, you low key think I wouldn't get that story for some uh, odd reason. Uh, you know, I don't know what the docket is. I know. It's just weird that you <laughs> just went rogue on me today. Like that. I, like I don't be, like I don't be seeing the pictures, guys. It's, it's amazing, <laughs> ain't it? No matter how long we do this show. <laughs> Gabrae Sidibe gets an apology from Chanel after describing the time she was racially profiled in a Chicago store. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if i do this for a living y'all it's almost <laughs> it's almost like i know what i'm doing ain't it <laughs> listeners <laughs> gabrielle penned an article for lena lena Dun- denham's lindy letter site detailing the time of the chicago chanel sales lady treated her like a second class citizen because she assumed a girl who looked like her couldn't possibly have a dime in her pocket now i just gotta ask lena dunham did provide a place for her to say this are y'all still mad come on lena's dealing with some vagina issues right now that is hurting she can't do a tour okay you know i think gabrielle was gonna be on a tour with her at the speaking events i'm just i'm just asking guys are you still mad did it bring down the anger at all Mm-mm. okay gabby said she went in looking for a specific pair of eyeglass frames she had on for a while but instead of being helpful the saleswoman said she probably should hit up a store across the street for her frames i was trying to purchase glasses she was trying to get the interaction with me over as soon as possible just be to be sure what was happening i made her tell me to leave and her pretend polite way three times i knew what she was doing she had decided after a single look at me i wasn't there to spend any money even though i was carrying a chanel bag she decided i wasn't a chanel customer and so not worth her time and energy unfortunately i'm used to people giving me bad service honestly if i walked out of every store where someone was rude to me i'd never have anything nice i felt unwelcome in many stores throughout my life but i just kind of deal with it as a successful adult sometimes i walk out of the store in a huff without getting what i want denying them the hard-earned money other times i spend my money in unfriendly stores just to say fuck you i'll buy this whole damn store either way they win and i lose uh and then chanel issued an apology chanel expresses our sincerest regret for the boutique customer service experience that miss sadibe mentioned in this in this essay we are sorry that she felt unwelcome and offended we took her words very seriously and immediately investigated to understand what happened knowing that this is absolutely not in line with the high standards that chanel wishes to provide to our customers we're strongly committed to provide anyone who comes into our boutiques with the best customer service and we do hope that in the future she'll choose to come back to a chanel boutique and experience the real chanel customer experience Hmm. what about the normal rich black people that go in there normal person that goes in there they want to buy chanel they get treated like this yeah you don't get no letter mm-hmm. you don't get no apology yep so she bought the frank two pairs of eyeglasses and the black people recognizing and the white woman was like oh my i mean you must be somebody so 
uh zero to 100 oh yeah 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 just just get 100 i read it it was um a one a 100 and it's one of the things but particularly being black and particularly being a black female it's like you don't want to seem everything you don't want to assume that everything is about racism but at the end of the day everything really is about racism because one of these things where when you come into stores particularly like that and you're not greeted and nobody mentions you everybody walks around you not like you're not there it prompts something in in you where you're like okay why are you ignoring me yep um and yeah you wouldn't be able to just tell somebody like oh i think i know it's because i'm black but you know it's because you're like mm-hmm. just people can always deny it i mean she didn't call me a nigger but i'm rich famous i got the money uh she as soon as i asked she's like get out the store go somewhere else to get the frames what else could it fucking be yeah you trying to run me away <laughs> like you what else is it supposed to be dog Come how on. many how many chances i'm supposed to give her right and i've i've actually had to get really really uh i got ugly in the store one time this was years ago i had went uh well me and my cousins we was going to get them some shoes and stuff i was gonna purchase them some shoes excuse me it was several of us and we were just walking up and down the aisle they were trying to figure out what shoes they were going to purchase and buy and all that stuff and every time we went and this wasn't nowhere special but like a foot locker foot action or something like that and every time we went up and down the aisle the lady would follow us from aisle to aisle to aisle i kept realizing that every time we was on the aisle she would pop up around the corner and peek at us so after while i got tired i said y'all put down your shoes obviously they don't want us to buy nothing here because they think we stealing so i'm going to go the purchase we were going to make here i said a real last one i said we're going to make these purchases somewhere else and now, now that's sad because you really just did that to that woman because she was experiencing cultural anxiety karen i can't talk about her culture anxiety her culture anxiety was acting up and you just decided to take it out on her they can't help it karen Mm-mm, they don't. anxious they anxious people Mm-mm. black people apparently we don't get anxious about culture only white people do Mm-mm. yeah like i said mo- most of the time i'm calm cool and collect but yeah i showed my 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 nary black ass and let her know bitch i see you mm-hmm. don't follow me around the goddamn store i'm just saying they so anxious these days y'all so anxious right you got cameras everywhere anyway just watching me if i take something you gonna kid you gonna know i took it Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Sometimes you see what we would assume is just a racist uh white person. Um and then it's not a racist white people. We are assuming that. But it's the economy and um, uh, you know, the cult- culture that is impeding upon and it's making them act out in these ways and it's because of their anxiety, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't care. They're just anxious. You better take a pill for it and sleep on it and get over it. Mm-mm. Don't care. Mm. Okay. I just feel like they be in the store like, nine o'clock in the <laughs> store following you. Not clear, right? Which then you get out of my store after a while. Let me know. We can't just keep talking about the last time you were here what we did check the cameras only bump right right (laughs) we we looked in all your bags (laughs) 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 only flip-flops and sandals hit me back 
anxious now you ready you better than me because i'm gonna because i'm gonna say because we gonna let you know that we're racing no it's culturally anxious karen Mm-mm, you're missing the whole joke it racist. doesn't even make sense Mm-mm. if you change my whole joke they good racist. god this why i'm in charge <laughs> that's why i'm in charge of the uh of the, the joke <laughs> doesn't make sense it's the song is so anxious it doesn't make sense if we take anxious out okay i'm cold truly anxious <laughs> i don't get off till 11 30 <laughs> follow you around in a hurry because i'm cold truly anxious <laughs> girl you better keep walking because <laughs> you know i'm stalking <laughs> It's ten ten. <laughs> We're about to close. <laughs> Where y'all been? I know. Did you see me following? <laughs> Your expression is telling me that you're thinking the same thing. <laughs> After a while. <laughs> I've been thinking. You say you're not stealing. Well, let me call the officer. Police. <laughs> After a while. I see your dirty look, <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Somebody else brought a good point where they were saying how you get two things. You either get them ignoring you or you get them run up on you immediately sometimes. And sometimes the tone they said, like, can I help you? Like, almost like to let you know that they kind of just don't, they really don't want to help you, but they forced to. And sometimes you got to be like, I'll let you know when I want your help. I do it all the time. There's a difference, it, and, it, and yeah, it's hard to tell, but yeah, it's a difference between the helpful employee and the. I think you stealing. I just want to come over and see if I can shame you out of stealing. It's like, why would you even think that? Uh, I see you didn't walk up to the white customers that way. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, but they're just cold, terribly anxious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm-mm-mm. uh fox news fires the five co-hosts bob beckel a second time for making an insensitive remark to an african-american employee oh it took two times i guess he got well no it sounds like he got fired this is the second time they fired him right that's why i said two times he got fired twice oh i thought you said it took two times for him to get fired Mm-mm. he got fired two times here's the thing though from my understanding he's the liberal quote-unquote on the show so if the liberals racist who knows the rest of these motherfuckers up to uh he co-hosts the five he was fired friday after an internal investigation stemming specifically from an interaction with an african-american it co-worker beckel 68 has been accused of a pattern of incentive and racist behavior uh and will be the subject of a forthcoming lawsuit by the it employee bob beckel was terminated today for making an insensitive remark to an african-american employee douglas h wigdor and gene christensen partners of wigdor llp released a statement friday detailing what they say happened leading up to beckles firing he stormed out of his office with our client a black it employee came to service his computer telling our client that he was leaving his office because he is black but shouldn't you be watching me because i'm black and i might steal something you leave it because i'm black and why would you tell me it's because i'm black couldn't you just be like i'm stepping out for a minute 
you had to be like uh and it's because you're a nigga uh just just in case because some people yeah, i don't want it to be no confusion okay <laughs> let's keep it one i'm not going to take clear. a piss just you know because people leave when people you know sometimes i just right. come there like well i'll just let you do your thing i'll walk off right but he had to let him know no 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 you probably think i just go on to lunch you black and i'm taking some time off i can't because i'm culturally anxious (laughs) (laughs) i gotta leave out my office uh because you are a nigga (laughs) anyway uh to make matters worse after that client logic complaint about the racist behavior mr beckle in front of the chief human resources office kevin officer kevin lord attempted to intimidate our client and persuade him to withdraw his complaint because he would not do so fox in what has now become commonplace leaked the story on a friday to minimalize the attention drawn to mr beckles racist behavior person close to the matter all right person close to the matter at fox said the following hr was informed of the incident on tuesday evening did a thorough investigation within 48 hours of the matter we came to a decision that bob needed to be terminated early this morning y'all came to a conclusion he made a big scene in front of the hr person he didn't get no you mean we was a witness to him telling tell 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 him the pro black man you better reject that boy mm-hmm um so of course and you know eit ain't like he ain't like he can't uh dig in there and, and run a program and find out all the other shit he's been doing i'm just saying i mean one person you don't make mad is the it man they know where the bodies are buried come on they're all across the internet your search history everything Mm-mm-mm. yeah you can make a lot of people mad you don't make the it man mad Mm-hmm. you know he was mad as hell probably as soon, soon as that it man hit the door he was like i'm about to go walk around the floor and before you even touch my board i'm gonna make you back up every word oh lord mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fox, Fox, Fox gonna, they gonna they gonna come in on the next morning and all their computers gonna crash fucking with that man everything gonna have a virus <laughs> oh man racist people so funny anyway 100 oh yeah 100 <laughs> 100 what the fuck i'm sorry you're black i just didn't expect wow this is i gotta leave a black man was praised after slapping a white woman for calling him a nigger A viral video involving a man hitting a woman for calling him a racial slur has sparked conversation online about what's an acceptable uh, reaction to a testy situation. Mm. That is quite the conundrum. I mean, mm, I am for punching Nazis. I mean, to me, what's a racist white person? I mean, Richard Spencer guy. I don't know. It's complicated. What? Me. I, I do that. They said to me. Oh, she laughed about it too. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. 
Wait, she just say it again? Hold on. Oh, she got slapped. And that's how. Oh. Hold on, let me see. Oh, she did say you listen to my spot, nigga. Missing your stop, nigga. Wow, she said it again. Say one more time. I dare you. Huh? Keep saying that shit. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Person with the phone started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had called him a nigga, yo. What's up with you? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, come on. Black people are too good, man. He didn't say shit that whole time. This was just like, oh, you hit me too hard. He's like, shouldn't have called him a nigga. <laughs> just out of nowhere. Just, I mean, <laughs> come on now. Should have had called him a nigga, yo. What's up with you? Yeah, this this whole situation is problematic. Mm, it is problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole the whole situation is problematic. But uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I gotta give it a zero. <laughs> i'd love to love to have uh i don't think you should be going around just hitting women and shit mm-hmm. but uh mm-hmm. i do not feel fucked with at all by this woman calling this dude nigga four five times and then getting smacked in her fucking face and him leaving the bus uh i don't know what to tell y'all stop calling this i don't know this trumps america to a lot of motherfuckers but some of the videos I've been seeing, these white people calling people spicks and shit to their face and speak English in my country and shit. Online like, is one thing, but when people can put them hands on you, that's a completely different situation. Don't let your president get you fucked up, right. man. Don't let your president get your ass whooped. I mean, you know, would have been better if, it, if he had a girl cousin or some shit. I understand the gender dynamics here are not good, but right. hey, man, stop fucking terrorizing us. Just because you get in a fucking uh, argument or disagreement with me, you start calling me nigga, man. That's why you shouldn't do it. I don't, I don't zero. I don't feel fucked with. It. I'm sorry. I don't feel fucked with. It. Karen, it's twenty five for me. Karen feels twenty five fucked with. There you go. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, uh, top Iowa court says company owner called worker racist names seems like an open and shut case right there buddy um you know uh top iowa court says company owner car worker racist names the iowa supreme court has upheld uh, an eighty-five thousand dollar discrimination judgment against a company whose owner repeatedly called a black worker chocolate and other racial epithets the judge upheld the double double q human rights uh commission ordered that simon seeden pay jermaine stapleton forty nine thousand five hundred dollars for lost wages and emotional distress friday seven to over seven to zero ruling also upheld orders for simon paid thirty five thousand dollars to the attorneys justices say company owner leo simon repeatedly called stapleton names like chocolate guy despite stapleton's request to stop stapleton says simon called him an epithet during the 2012 job site dispute before letting him go simon testified that any such comments were in jest duh i'm just joking with the excuse at work at work this your employee 
and who has asked you to stop and then on the day you fire him you call him another racial slur as a joke who joke like that hey by the way you're fired nigger <laughs> it's like we both said it is a good joke no oh <clears throat> stapleton was in work release facility that place residents with simon so that's another thing taking advantage of somebody that just got out make they don't have a lot of options for employment right and you know if they cut a fool all you gotta do is just say something and next thing you know they're in trouble again yep reminded me of this documentary i watched about this dude who just got out of jail and he was on hard times he had, uh he was need to find a job and he started working at this um at this mill for this this place where they were employing uh ex-convicts and <clears throat> they uh he had somebody at, at the at there that told him like we can steal some stuff after um you know and 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 hide it and then sell it on the black market basically and he was like uh we can do that and then he took the the stuff he tried to uh, hide it in his own um in his own out like shed and then the police showed up because he was ex-con so they was looking for him and then he um uh lucky lucky to him his aunt vi went into the shed and oh took Lord. the stuff out of there before <laughs> the police could get it because he was about to lose custody of his son y'all and he couldn't even take care like his mama couldn't take care of him because <laughs> the son mama was a damn crackhead and she was crack whore y'all she got caught having sex in front of the baby with a whole lot of men <laughs> and that's how she lost custody and she was trying to get a life right y'all i mean she was working as a tow booth operator at like a parking deck but she can't even really get to go see her son because she be having to work overtime sometimes and her boss is just a piece of shit but you know those two crazy kids they eventually got back together i mean it has a sort of a happy ending uh but yeah man you get caught up in the system man that's just one story that don't sound like no documentary i'm looking it's returning june 20th okay like i said according to the chat room that don't sound like no documentary well that's what y'all say they didn't say it wasn't a true story uh but yeah uh the facility ended the relationship at the stapleton and another african-american worker complained about simon's epithet so more than one black person there was like yo this dude be calling us nigger and shit basically thought he owned slaves why because we do treat prison inmates like slaves we treat whatever they rights the prison complex is pretty much slavery uh just as to say the commission award had was backed by substantial evidence so zero to a hundred hundred zero he got his motherfucking coins not bothered at all good for you player hope they go out of business i'm about to say does that man still got his job which one it's his company ah uh, so I, all i care is get get run the dough give up the bread homeboy and I, my favorite part is that they made the judgment so that he got to pay the lawyers too so my man the the, the stableton one he just gets straight cash good the lawyers get they take you know what i'm saying like and that's straight out of the, uh, the white man's pocket good fuck you um it's still 100 to me till that goes out until you go out of business hey you know what karen i ain't, i'm not here to tell you what to do okay i'm just here to tell you more what i think no problem so i, I get you you can stay mad okay because mm-hmm, I, I want him to be able to do that to nobody else if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready that's clear, right that's what they say um a racist yearbook message was slipped into the yearbook um uh sound like the, the yearbook teacher didn't catch that one senior note section of the this minimony high school in wisconsin yearbook carried the typical sort of nonsensical quote that usually is sprinkled throughout yearbooks 
ib has a tiny earring but leaves a crisp kid satisfied any idea what that means karen now you know i don't know the, the young kids slang Mm-mm. if you take the first letter of each word you'll get the coded message which is i h a t e b l a c k s oh i no. hate blacks i i'd have never caught that Mm-mm. the student has been suspended yeah goddamn right they should have been which suspended. isn't much of a punishment um so what do they got to do with the yearbooks because they already printed right right it's finished it slipped past everybody if the school district can't afford to reprint it i bet our community would come together and do a gofundme program to reprint the yearbook said resident melissa smith torville this is outrageous our students should not have to have it permanently etched in their yearbooks did they hand them out already they caught it before they distributed them nope not until they got back the school district says students can rip the page out or they'll provide a sticker to cover up the offensive quote the school superintendent told the school board last night he doesn't think there'll be a senior notes page in the future way to ruin it for everybody you racist son of a bitch right uh zero to a hundred. Oh, a hundred for that kid 50 think it was kind of clever guys you know sometimes the ingenuity hits and you're like wow didn't know y'all was being racist that way Mm-mm. uh historically black university cancels john corn corn speech after outcry i don't know who this is he's a senator that's a republican in texas good then and after they booed bessie devos at bethune cookman uh they the university said hey you know what texas southern university don't need this kind of attention and they canceled his speech good zero then if that's the whole story uh 25 for booking him in the first place that's true for me uh and then uh yeah but good job way to get way to cancel it i don't know what the fuck y'all was thinking in the first place there's nobody over there that y'all can play with that's safe okay nobody i don't know why y'all won't be friends the motherfuckers do not contribute to our educations and they want to skip they want to strip all of the funding from you guys they literally believe it's racist for you to exist you're not going to be able to make friends with these people once we once we accept that i think we'll be better off um this isn't black people but it was so racist i just you know in the spirit of inclusion i gotta put our brothers and sisters in here orange county bar celebrates cinco de mayo with inflatable border wall and fake green cards what white people if you don't get the fuck who thought this is a good idea well you know they showed up there in sombreros with brown face paint on and shit you know they did fake mustaches yeah an orange county bar went hard in the wrong direction with the cinco de mayo celebration on friday featuring an inflatable border wall for patrons to climb along with fake green cars offering free drinks to anyone who may who can make it to the top what happened you just partying and getting drunk right just keep it simple with some coronas keep it simple margaritas be fancy keep, let's keep it simple people yeah nobody asked for this nobody asked for this nobody went this party sucks where was the the border wall and the fake id cards y'all think this trump shit is a game for everybody but y'all like they really think it's a game man that's that's the sad part yeah to they me. do they don't take it seriously like y'all really and then want to be considered not a bad person right it's not a game man it's not a game for people um but yeah they they did it 
Yep, Hennessy Tavern. But y'all not, but you're not racist though. You're mm-hmm. not racist though. How, how many, how many niggas did you have in there? How many Mexican and Latino descent people did you have in here going up around this wall and shit? Yep, according to the Los Angeles Times, the wall climb and permanent drinking card, which featured an illustration of a Mexican woman named Isabel or Isabel Orlando, were not gross attempts to capitalize on our current political disasters, but a means fostering a di- for fostering a dialogue of drunk white people who want to talk politics with y'all. Woo! Hell no! Count me no. out. No, I see. I've seen that in action. Fuck that. Right, even with friends that are drunk and white, it's hard to talk politics. Damn sure I ain't talking to a bunch of strangers. It was our way of protesting the fact that Trump wants to spend billions of dollars to build a wall that's pretty useless. I guess the way it was presented, some people took it a different way. What fucking Mm -hmm. other way was that to take you home, boy? Right. You're giving free drinks if you climb against a wall. Get the fuck out. A hundred. I can't even finish this. Ah, let's go to the next segment. Jesus. We'll be right back, guys, in the, in the, uh, (laughs) chat. What the hell was wrong with them people? I have no idea. That wasn't smart at all. Right. Just, (laughs) <laughs> uh no nah, if you look racist. at it if you look away look at it the opposite of the way that we presented it, it i mean it actually kind of what, what nonsense is this exactly Mm-mm. you just gotta look at it the other way what's the other way the way that we didn't do it like what if we would have <laughs> the way we weren't making fun of it Mm-mm-mm. all right i should be back and when i pop on all right cool i'm back and i'm live let me add karen back to the to the to the to the uh spot and there you go all right enough of this shit okay guys this was uh this is pretty ridiculous uh let's get into some lighter topics all right how about some uh some white people news you guys into that uh little birdie told me that y'all um might be into some lighter news uh hc is oh yep hc is excited in the chat <laughs> he can't even believe it he's like no i can't believe you're doing this hey you welcome buddy <laughs> this is what we do for you okay you do it for the people yep you, you no don't say don't do nothing for you hc uh let's see can i make this full screen it's showing up in the chat yes it is all right Cat dog it. I meant to make it full screen. I didn't recognize the song at first. Drop shake. Do this every day, yeah. Work so hard was to the payday. Shades and a vacay. All these people so much Now we got Perry That's what Palin. California, Caton. Cause that's, that's where I born and raised in. Mercy. Don't you the first thing. Trying to jerk me. Don't you she's so thirsty. 
Blessing us with that selection. Um, Lauren. Wow, it's got 20,000 views. And you know what? It sounds nothing. That's why it took a, a hot minute for me to even recognize the song. Then I started thinking about it. She slowed this shit down to a crawl. Uh, yeah. Yep, she did. Uh, that's what they do, Cam. With the acoustic guitars. Well, gotta start with that, y'all, man. Another thing y'all ruined in this country. Sheriff David Clark says he's unsure if the Trump administration will still hire him after his plagiarism, the plagiarism report. Why not? Apparently, if you look at all the medals on his chest, guys, some of them are not even American. It's just a bunch of fucking medals he bought online somewhere or something. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Word. Will we, can I see it? Which makes sense, because, I mean, the motherfucker is, uh, a sheriff like he's not a decorated war vet or right. some shit uh uh hold on all right hold on uh so yeah uh he said this week at the cnn k5 report on plagiarism and his master thesis could uh so he got his master's degree and that plagiarism could get him uh and the trump department of homeland security might not hire him which uh i don't see why not you know why not because he black come on ain't that funny you go over there shucking and jiving and cooning it up for these motherfuckers come on he'd have been but your ass you still got the same rules that they apply to other black people you gotta be twice as good to get half as much even though you over there talking about black people ain't shit ain't that some good shit Ooh, mm -mm -mm. that make me feel better than a coon getting his due Mm -mm -mm. 
but yeah he <laughs> he uh apparently might not get the homeland security um big uh, yeah he might not get it um <clears throat> but uh yeah some people have also examined if he's wearing fake medals um because because somebody like found one where uh he was like um like wearing a whole bunch of medals on tv looking fucking ridiculous and so they took a close look at some and they weren't even um american um medals in another foreign language yeah uh am joy a girl joy said uh joy reed said she uh that her producer found one of clark's pins on sale on ebay it's an israeli israeli traffic police pin that can be purchased for six dollars and 99 cents wow that's an insult to the israeli traffic police them people got a real job it's also certainly not a pin he received as a decoration for any kind of service as milwaukee county sheriff uh so yeah anyway that's y'all man that's what we kick it with these niggas uh so easy to fool these white people by the way it's, if i had no integrity i'd be over there making so much money just being like man, black people are stupid we will be on top of the charts all you gotta do is just uh co-sign white supremacy they'll give you anything you want man now now the fans we have we will lose them all because i'd be like you know them niggas right i mean we could never do it at this point nah they, but they would go back in our track record and be like we don't believe you mm-hmm. beat it bums mm-hmm uh donald trump budget blocks planned parenthood from all federal programs for the first time ever both the same two sides of the same coin nothing to see here i'm sure hillary would have did it too right mm-hmm. but uh yeah this is what happens when you say uh well it's gonna be the same no matter who gets president as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. no it's not if you love women if you have any women in your life if you have women that you care about that might need to use these services so many people use these services for planned parenthood and it's not just people. not that it, it first of all it could be 110 percent abortions and it wouldn't be wrong but it, it's not just abortions at planned parenthood like just to keep it factual they don't even that's not even that's a small percentage of the work they do right so just keeping it factual even if you thought abortion was just the worst thing in the world you essentially have canceled people's health screenings people's mammograms people's uh birth control people's family planning people's pap smears you've canceled all that shit because you had to be petty and try to control women's bodies yeah you're gonna have a spike in a lot of shit and the thing is the spike you but the spike you about to have these you're cutting the services like okay now you're gonna have a spike in pregnancy now you're gonna have a spike in stds you 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 know you you're cutting health care you're slashing medicaid medicare you don't want to you know help people you know uh take care you know take care of these unwanted pregnancies and they're not gonna take care of you if you do get sick right right they're about to be like oh you got sick well that's that's bad for you right that fucking sucks dog you, know, if you can afford it if you can't you're gonna Man, die if you could have got a cancer screen you might could have caught it earlier so we could not take care of it um but yep that's the uh that's the new wave y'all uh also they are doubling down on their um uh compassionate worker star benefits cut plan as it unveils the budget which they unveiled while this nigga is overseas on a tuesday not even here 
to take the backlash for unveiling this budget where they cut all the programs that help people all the programs yep the compassionate uh cuts is what they call them because it's like we care so much about poor people we don't want to give them anything too many of them get welfare and then they don't get jobs and we're gonna give them that tough love so yep they continue to do that yeah just as they said they would increasing homelessness like it's yeah treat it like a business right but the x factor is people now when you're dealing with products and things that's one thing but you're dealing with people and people ain't gonna sit back and be like it's all good nope there's gonna be consequences and repercussions to cutting these services representative al green releases death threats after impeachment stance um yeah he proposed donald trump uh impeachment and uh of course uh he starts getting death threats so he released the death threats yeah he did i, I would fuck you yes fuck you fuck he plays you, yes. audio he plays audio of racially derogatory remarks that they called for him to be hanged mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but we post-racial mm-hmm. uh, i play them all too i play every goddamn one of them yes i put your email out there your stripner sent this shit to me yep there's uh it's man it's just a lot right they're pushing a conspiracy theory that uh the, the staffer the democratic staffer who got killed in dc was the one who really released the tapes to the russians the dnc emails and shit like just a conspiracy theory that fox news had to retract but joe scarborough still pushing on his show uh just you know amazing but still got a job nothing's gonna happen to him it's fine all right let's get into this white people news that y'all you know a little bit lighter okay this, this, today i'm gonna try to avoid the the hard white people news and just get to the fun ones harry styles makes history debut album with his sales in uh in the united states it chart his album charted in more than 20 countries uh the album which was released may 12th topped the billboard 200 album chart with over 20 230,000 equivalent album units sold making it the biggest debut sales week for a uk male artist first album in the u.s Mm. the one direction star also achieved number ones in more than 20 countries including the u.s uk ireland canada and australia go ahead harry's record was marked by nielsen music who began tracking sales in 1991 of the 230,000 equivalent albums units sold which includes streaming uh, 193,000 were in traditional album sales so still the majority were just people buying albums mm-hmm. sam smith previously held the record at 166,000 for his 2014 album in the lonely hour which debuted at number two whatever happened to him he said around his sadly singing to folks and having them cry in the corner i feel like he lost that weight got a new man was like i'm actually over this shit all right because honey <clears> he, <throat> he kind of he's not odell but they they sing that same similar that sad sad music in their voice where so you just bust down tears and you don't know why mm-hmm um so yeah uh harry styles blowing up y'all what y'all know about that all the way too much from, but thank you for introducing it to me all the way from one direction to this uh what you're missing is your life cheryl crow reveals how she has banned smartphones at her house so she can enjoy spending time with her children she's one of those moms 
she is an international country star who is proud a proud mother of two sons and cheryl crow is determined not to miss a moment of their childhood she revealed that she has banned smartphones in her house drive them kids crazy the singer 55 says she only checks her devices once a day and keeps them on silent so they won't distract from family time she told the bbc smartphones are banned in my house i know i'm not going to look back on my life with my kids and think i wish i'd been on my phone more if you detox from your phone you'll realize how much of your day is spent looking to see what you're missing and what you're missing is your life the singer said she was much happier having ditched the devices she is the mother of levi and wyatt six and nine who she adopted in 2010 and 2007 she also admitted she regretted losing touch with her friend prince in the decade before his death the singer shot the fame in 1994 with her international hit all i want to do which reached number two in the u.s charts and number four in the uk charts she released her eighth album be myself on april 21st and it has reached number 22 on the u.s sales charts i wonder if anybody's listening on their phones at home with their family mm. not in her house mm-hmm. drive them kids crazy <clears throat> on thursday the star said donald trump would be impeached sooner or later the strong enough singer who is worth an estimated 40 million dollars today criticized the president's chaotic government on itv's good morning britain she said it's my hope that sooner or later he's not in office anymore i mean the word impeachment definitely comes out of my mouth but what we need is a functioning government and it's been the the last 144 days nothing but chaos mm, there you go uh, maybe she's woke you know what i take it back nothing you hate trump so i fuck with you you in the 47 percent so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you live cheryl oh that's sad uh russian prostitute charged with extorting former governor elliot spitzer says the politician should have been arrested for attacking her as she appears in court oh shit well you know he do like them hoes old client number nine or whatever fuck his uh is his code number was yeah like you know that that's what brought him down he was a hardcore moralist i'm gonna get all these rich people and shit and they found out he was over there fucking them too uh a russian escort who allegedly blackmailed former governor elliot spitzer has argued that she should have been he should have been the one arrested as she claimed he attacked her svetlana travis zakharova uh allegedly extorted four hundred thousand dollars out of spitzer over two years during their time together but zakharava's attorney joseph murray is now suggesting there's evidence that was turned over by prosecutors to support his client's claim that spitzer attacked her at the plaza hotel last february um mr spitzer should have been arrested murray said the attorney also argued that the former governor uses political influence to his advantage at the beginning of the legal drama spitzer who resigned as governor in 2008 after he was accused of wiring more than ten thousand dollars to an elite escort service had admitted to a relationship with travis in the original lawsuit filed in 2016 that suit says spitzer had paid top money to stop uh zakharava from making their tryst public and that her claim of assault was were made against him in revenge for him cutting ties on her spitzer's representative said in september that he had withdrawn the claims without prejudice and without cost to either party as as against the other but the closure of the civil suit apparently meant little uh to the nypd which picked up travis and hit her with the charges spitzer's suit claimed that zakharava uh had demanded a meeting with him on february 13th during the stopover while traveling with from her home in california to russia it said that she became enraged when he told her he did not wish to maintain any relationship with her that he did not intend to give her more property and that he intended to end all contact zakharava called police and told them that she had cut herself and was having a breakdown 
mess with these young girls man Mm -hmm. you don't know this woman she got she could have had a hard life spencer was was present while police arrived and sought to keep her calm when police arrived they noticed a cut on her arm and broken glass and took her to the hospital there she told staff that spencer had choked her and shoved her after she told him of her plan to return to russia but she refused to cooperate with police and flew to russia later that night Mm. oh so she got out of of dodge let's see that that's where the problem came in that made me believe her the fact that she mm. when he was there she was like no nah, i just cut myself i had a breakdown then as soon as she got away from him she was like yeah he attacked me but i'm i gotta go to russia like i just want to get out of here i don't want to deal with this shit yeah i don't want these problems um now i wonder about the extortion charges is it extortion or was he just paying her for services for 400 because it sounded like they were still in contact true i don't know now i'm i don't know i just do the shady i don't trust him me either yeah uh i don't know man spencer is certainly no stranger to controversy the multi-millionaire is the son of the real estate tycoon bernard spencer and he made a name for himself as a lawyer focusing on corrupt financiers the one-time sheriff of wall street was even considered presidential material and became the 57th governor of new york in 2007 but he was forced to quit the following year after it was reported that he had at least seven meetings with high-end prostitutes over a six-month period and may have spent up to eighty thousand dollars on call girls over many years infamously known as client number nine of the emperor club vip call girl ring he resigned at a public press conference along with his wife silda who chose to stand by him uh zakarava is currently being held at rikers island on a million dollar bail million dollars jesus good god yeah you know he called in some favors i think this bitch locked up man come on she got all the secrets yes he said something Mm-mm-mm. uh how about this one um kate hudson and goldie hahn enjoy mother-daughter bonding as they head to a baby shower shower and kurt russell mops the driveway that's a lot going on i clearly is ain't it a lot of favorite people a lot of people's favorite white folks mm-hmm. kate hudson and mother goldie hahn didn't know that was her mom Me enjoyed quite the social saturday but while the legendary actress and her daughter hit up a party her longtime boyfriend kurt russell was head taking care of business at home they've been together forever ain't they yeah kate and goldie headed to a baby shower in malibu together as the 66 year old big trouble in little china actor was spotted mopping up the driveway in his brentwood home during the outing, the 37-year-old actress looked over ever elegant while making the rounds in a pretty blue dress that highlighted her long legs and delicate frame. Uh, mopping up driveway. What is he mopping? I mean, it's just got a dope driveway like that. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't sweep this, baby. You mop that. You mop this marble. That's chinchilla, okay? <laughs> he ain't got no shoes on outside. No, he probably got that special. No, 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 no. You better get out of here with that harsh shit. You're going you gonna to scratch up my marble. Of course, he ain't got no shoes on outside. Mm-mm. Uh, the almost famous actress donned an elegant powder blue floral dress that looked effortless chic, effortless, effortless chic upon, I guess they meant effortlessly. They left that out. Upon the star's thin frame. Mama Goldehan was also spotted at the shower looking much younger than her 71 years while sporting an airy pair of checkered pants she paired with a breezy black tank the mother too carries several bunches of purple hydrangeas 
which complimented her floral ensemble and graced uh, graceful air as she walked into malibu's taverna tony uh this this really came more about her than her mama with her hands full right, of flowers as far as they concerned your mama famous you all right well, not kate famous too though i mean she's famous too but the way they read this article they're like we came for your mama we ain't really come for you no no listen to what i'm saying baby everything all the details they just said were about kate i'm oh, saying okay. this, they put her mama in the title but it seemed like it's more about kate ah okay okay and that now that makes sense which it should be because she's probably she's younger, younger she's right. 37 with her hands full of flowers kate carried her things in a chic pastel pink bag slung over her shoulder adding a further level of glamour to her daytime ensemble the second generation star rocked understated nude heels with a subtle ruffle at the ankle earlier in the day kate made a quick visit to some friends in beverly hills the how to lose a guy they following her all day the how to lose a guy in 10 days lead looked animated as she shared some words with her pals outside their beverly hill home while shielding her eyes behind retro looking white shades they call these people uh as she stood in the sun kate's blonde tresses particularly wait practically glittered piled on top of her head and after a few minutes chatting the star hugged her friends and headed off the actress's mother leads a full life running a successful athleisure brand fabletics in addition to her bountiful acting career the blonde beauty returns to the big screen later this year with the film marshall a biopic about the first black supreme court justice thurgood marshall which stars the talented chadwick boseman my nigga um so there you guys go family just hanging out Claire, and it made the news yes sir whiteness is grand i clear it is um they follow us they're gonna be like and she ate a very delicious chicken filet sandwich right that that's how mine gonna be Mm-mm. i know they they ain't gonna know how to you know you're on black so they ain't gonna know how to describe me they're gonna be like her her colorful uh bountiful hair up in the fro yeah i think they just gonna be like he looked rotund in his nerdy shirt <laughs> his beard was all over the place uh all right guys let's do some uh some guess the race all right here we go now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe we have talking to the today is karen and the chat room to guess the race and everybody else's races all right um a woman maced wendy's workers in an argument over the freshness of her french fries oh shit mm-hmm. a woman maced employees at a wendy's drive-thru over the freshness of her french fries One minute, it, we can see your screen so i didn't really, oh god damn it what i turned this off okay i didn't realize i don't know if it popped back up but i didn't realize your screen was oh oh well i'm sorry everybody i'm sorry oh that's terrible <laughs> we gotta do that again she was black there you go i don't know nothing else to say that is some black ass shit to do somebody <laughs> sorry about that one guys uh how about oh that's probably why you clapped at the beginning because you gave us an answer that is not why i clapped at the beginning i hit the wrong button <laughs> well i'm gonna take it as i already got the point <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you you niggas is crazy <laughs> oh, i love that skit i'm oh, sorry y'all oh my god uh how about this one then that didn't work out sleeping with my wife's corpse was a great way to grieve what a grieving husband who slept next to his wife's dead body in that bedroom for six days says he couldn't bear to see her taken off to a mortuary in a body bag six days six whole days Mm -hmm. oh yep turning all types of colors wrong with you wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) lisa agent russell davidson's wife wendy died at that home in derby england after a 10-year battle with cervical cancer he said he was determined to keep her at home with their four children and not hand her over to the funeral director can't the, do that baby the dad now wants to reassure others that staying close to a loved one's dead body should be nothing to be scared of he said he washed and dressed her body and placed it in a coffin which he called a cocoon in the couple's bedroom and russell insists it should be the way we treat our dead saying it allow him and the boys to come to terms with their devastating loss oh the kids had to see this right and the older you're talking about a fucking dead body and you ain't got it on I- he washed it every day but damn if you watched it you think the kids hold on a second we in here doing something damn good grief trying to have Uh, sex with with my wife and you kids keep knocking on the door uh, what happened when the decaying of the skin i mean that's a very long fucking time wendy died peacefully fully sedated and no pain in mind and dylan's arms with our ever faithful dog elvis snuggled up right next to her too she looked absolutely beautiful just like she always did in life no effort no makeup just radiant beauty we have been fooled by tv and films into thinking there's something to be scared about with dead bodies there's not i can assure you uh wendy 50 was diagnosed with cervical cancer in 2006 just as the couple's joint 40th birthday and was told three years ago she had six months to live but she shunned the chemotherapy and radiate radiotherapy and embraced natural health the couple bought a mobile home and traveled around europe but in september last year they returned to britain as wendy's pain became unbearable but she was determined to die at home and was nursed by russell and the boys till her death in april 21st russell said also 50 said for a long time i've been determined to have wendy at home when she died i did not want her in the mortuary or handed over to a funeral director i wanted us to take care of her ourselves at our family home and have her in our bedroom so i could sleep in the same room but eventually you got to bury her baby cremate or something you can't be there forever zero i mean guess the race (laughs) zero to a hundred a hundred this is white all right let me check the chat room see what see what they think uh for this one uh i noticed everybody got the last one somehow i don't know <laughs> uh, uh so let's see uh, scroll down why can't I scroll down okay uh didn't have sex with the dead body because it wasn't a dog white oh so white of course the dog's in the bed too of course white coffin paid for not a layaway already delivered to the house and he wasn't waiting on her disability check to clear before calling the medical examiner white divided those alabaster cheeks between the sheets on the last time white oh you think he 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 chopped up mortuary cakes to smithereens he did six days Uh, yeah white norman bates white snuggling with dead bodies and a dog named elvis white as hell creepy as the notebook shit white white as the bones that would have been left over after a while black people just take pictures of them dead in the casket white norman bates white minerva on fire the correct answer is white 
i like that the picture is him and his wife when she was alive i feel like the picture should actually be him and his wife when she was dead right like no, this is that, what he was living with yeah that woman out there blue like smurfette what the fuck wrong with you six days because when when white people die they actually turn quicker just because the pigmentation in their skin like they buried them quick 24 hours 48 hours they're buried well if you die i'm gonna sleep with your body for six days so i just want you to know that's how much i love you <laughs> no sir you better put my ass in the ground cream made me do something <laughs> i'll take you to our favorite places mm-hmm watch the game set you up on the couch Mm-mm. if y'all see this nigga doing this across social media report him to the police <laughs> you gonna put me in the hands of the law karen report him to the police something Mm-mm. wrong with you you just don't know love Mm-mm. your parents would not allow this mm-hmm. i'm gonna do the podcast y'all with step you. in and lock him up and put him in a minute to do something wrong with him i would do the podcast with you Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. no sir uh police hope video will help id anti-gentrification vandals philadelphia police hope surveillance video will help them identify some 30 vandals who damaged luxury cars and new buildings and left behind an anti-gentrification message the sign left near the city's kingsington and north liberty's neighborhood says gentrification is death revolt is life witnesses say the vandals swept through the area about 9 p.m they say the group targeted high-end vehicles smashed windows of newer buildings and spray painted anarchy symbols damage is estimated at around a hundred thousand dollars amberlynn cabana who manages one of the damaged buildings uh she tells wcau tv that the group only attacked high-end cars such as mercedes and bmw she says that message was pretty clear two members of the group were arrested and charged with risking a catastrophe criminal mischief and related charges uh guess the race who am i guessing the race of the people that commit the crimes yeah the people committing the crimes i was oh, black all right um all right mm. oh wait there was more to the article i just didn't read it oh well it's not important stuff i don't think uh, they left us a message that said they weren't happy with our gentrification they're not happy with us building there are about 100 properties here and i'm also part of a new construction so their overall attack is they know that there's a large group of builders that's rebuilding in the area she says so they knew that by whatever source because they hit all of my properties so i think it was intentional very well aimed all right guys guess the race in the chat room let's see what you guys had to say about this one uh the property value still went up somehow ha knew how to spell gentrification white oh that's so racist cve white says minerva the, this one is tricky i'm going white gentrification equal white black would be urban renewal says joe space <laughs> mm, okay white savior says cast angry they didn't get alexis on their quinceanera hispanic oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the correct answer uh white says jack a lot of whites in this one even though it's an anti-gentrification crime karen you went black right mm-hmm. well your ass was wrong they white some of you did get it right though you did say white out here trying to help the people y'all if they have black lives matter how do i go okay patricia monahan and jeffrey's sakaki out here trying to help 
oh they real white mm-hmm the white as it gets like they could be in an episode of legion white ha <laughs> yep uh all right let's go to uh the bonus round um yeah here <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. Bonus round against the race so far. Karen is one and one, I believe. Uh, but let's see if she can make a bonus round. Frauds posing as Adele's manager hit up Rihanna, Drake, and other stars for show tickets. For the past year, somebody claiming to be the longtime manager of singer Adele has been emailing reps for fellow music superstars asking for free concert tickets and memorabilia. Among those celebrities, Rihanna, Usher, Drake, Katy Perry, Chris Brown, and Pharrell Williams. Miami-Dade police detectives said Monday they busted the husband and wife behind the scam after the pair tried to get comp tickets to see the rapper Kendrick Lamar at last weekend's Rolling Loud Festival in Miami. Justin Jackson a longtime con man once convicted of posing as madonna's manager to steal 2.4 million dollars in jewelry was charged along with his wife angel lee uh authorities believe they use the same name of adele's manager jonathan dickens who had been flooded with messages from fellow celebrity reps puzzled by the ticket request mr dickens has finally breathed a sigh of relief and hopes this fraud against him will stop once and for all said the miami attorney brian bieber the attorney added the defendants did consistently leave a blueprint of their fraud for the detectives to find and essentially we had a pair of dumb criminals diggins reported the scam to miami Day police over a year ago while detectives continued to investigate jackson and his wife used bogus email account to request tickets to lamar's manager uh but the rapper's record label interscope records suspected it was a fake and reached out to the real diggins to inform miami Day police Miami Day cyber crimes detective Stephen Kaufman, posing as a production manager, set up a sting, telling Jackson he could pick up the passes on Saturday at Bayfront Park, according to the, an arrest report. On the phone, Jackson told the detectives that he was an assistant for Dickens, who was working with his important clients all day. Jackson, his wife, and another woman showed up at Bayfront and picked up the passes. They were immediately detained by police and now face grand theft and identity theft charges. The third person with them, the woman named Hale Hanagar, was not arrested jackson who was arrested at, at under the name jace lee and also goes by justin lee uh and his wife provided conflicting and untruthful information according to kaufman's arrest report this is not the first time he's been accused of impersonating celebrity reps he served two years in florida prison after posing as a rep for pop star madonna convincing the new york boutique boutique to loan out 2.4 million in jury in 2007 Woo! he later sold the jury to a south florida pawn shop now how much you get for that wow you know they had to be like where you get this from how, here's three dollars get the fuck out uh he was put on probation after serving time in prison but in 2014 he was sued in the south florida florida federal court on allegations he poses oprah winfrey's nephew execs from her cable television network and a former aide of, for president barack obama all in the attempts to get free stuff uh <laughs> 
those who sued him reggie love a former basketball player who was an obama aide oprah's own tv company and scott garner an executive for the network a federal judge later ordered jackson and his wife to stop the long-running scam according to court documents jackson posed his love to try and get gift cards from the cheesecake factory and clothes and handbags from juicy couture (laughs) charges were filed in atlanta although he skipped town later he also sent a letter to on own a letterhead purporting to be from winfrey to try to land a job with perry ellis fort lauderdale's atlantic hotel and miami beaches fountain blue hotel oh we went there we was right there remember that mm-hmm. at eden rock he also oh, used so good he also used her name to try and get gifts for retailers converse pandora and tory birch guess the race of this couple they're both the same race by the way oh i was gonna go one way now i'm gonna go the other way black all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe did you already ask them yeah it might have been a few before i posted it uh let me see why can't i see it it must be oh it's moving slow okay black wonder pharrell and chris brown tickets black oprah sent him to ayanla to fix his fraudulent life black apparently he thought he was posing as adele Gibbons manager black oh, <laughs> oh shit. oh, oh secure the bag black <laughs> oh man you guys are on one today blue gums black they didn't want the fire festival tickets black (laughs) the correct answer is black Uh, i don't think anybody missed those i thought the last name leaves some of y'all was gonna go asian but he's black oh crowdcast is freezing again on my uh screen share option anyway they black i don't know we almost done uh let's go to sword ratchetness um uh real quick attacks his roommate in san antonio with a sword san antonio police said an argument between roommates turned violent when one man used samurai sword to attack the other the incident occurred just before midnight on contour contour drive near base road and mccullough avenue on the city's north side san antonio police said the assailant attacked his roommate by using the sword giving his roommate cuts to the hand and arms for trying to protect himself the victim was taken to university hospital the suspect was arrested on the scene and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon all right y'all that's it for today we appreciate y'all coming through uh and we'll talk to y'all again soon oh now that it's froze i don't know how i'm gonna stop the broadcast anyway i'll, I'll just it. close I, it I, I can't stop it can yeah I? i'll do it don't worry about it anyway guys we'll be back tomorrow um same black time same black channel until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.